We were talking just before the top of the hour about shell bills and how there are just dozens and dozens of bills out there filed at the Illinois State House that have been moved out of committee that literally change one word. And uh, just to kind of give you again the, uh, in a way, process this this plays out if you go to the illinois uh general assembly's website ilga.gov i just clicked on house members and i know that uh speaker emmanuel chris welch has a lot of these shell bills and you can see uh just uh, go to his page and look at all of his bills all of these bills all of these bills i don't even know how many there are there's let's just how about how about this how about we do a control f Search for HB. How many are there? There are 944 House bills. All right. A lot of these, I would venture to say most of them are what are considered shell bills. And that's where they, uh, let's just click on one here. All right. Uh, Elections technology. All right. So uh, it amends the election code, makes a technical change in a section concerning the short title. That's the synopsis. It was put in executive committee and it was passed out of executive committee. And uh, you unanimously, I mean, everybody, everybody approved to move this out of uh, the executive committee. And this was probably on uh, some kind of uh, consent agenda to move this through. But what's really in this bill, if you look at the bill, it uh, simply just changes the to the. And it allows them later on after they've moved this out of committee. It allows them to then grab the bill and take the bill, remove its contents entirely, and put a totally different bill in there. Uh, in the last-minute efforts, if they're close to deadlines, they're in the session until uh, mid-May, so we'll see ultimately how that plays out. But uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of these shell bills getting passed out of executive committee uh, with a, a committee deadline of Friday for House bills to move out of the House committees and Senate bills to move out of Senate committees. So there's going to be a ton of action this week in committees at the Illinois State House. Uh, and of course, advocacy groups are out raising the alarm or showing support for various pieces of legislation. Uh, one in particular, you've got the Illinois State Rifle Association. They are pushing back against House Bill 1436. And uh, I apologize. The number for that is 1404. So uh, House Bill 1404 amends the Illinois Domestic Violence Act of 1986. It provides that uh, if a respondent to an order of protection is subject to remedies prohibited firearm possession, the order of protection shall also include an order to surrender firearms, sets forth requirements for the surrender of any firearm and law enforcement agencies providing statements of receipt of firearms, provides that the failure to surrender any firearm within 24 hours to the appropriate law enforcement agency under an order to surrender firearms shall constitute contempt of court for the violation of the terms of the order of protection. So it's an order of protection measure that they're looking to implement. And the Illinois State Rifle Association essentially saying that this measure is a violation of the Second Amendment. Uh, We'll see just how far that piece of legislation gets, but it is 
possible to come up in a House committee uh, for HB 1404. You've got uh, the Judicial Criminal Committee that's happening this afternoon at 4. Uh, you've got another opportunity. It could come up March 9th at 12. Uh, so uh, they're they're obviously uh, putting the word out uh, about uh, filing witness slips to oppose that. And if you're not familiar with how to file witness slips, uh, there's several different types of uh, tutorials online that can show you that. Meanwhile, another advocacy group, the Illinois Family Institute, they've got a slew of bills that they are asking people to support. Uh, one uh, requires school boards to ensure that parents are free to petition the school board, provide public comment at all public meetings, have access to certain information, are well informed, and so on. Uh, so it seems to be a, a public transparency bill. Uh, another uh, couple of bills here, House Bill 1148 and House Bill 2343, talks about abortion clinics and how they shall offer a woman seeking an abortion the opportunity to view her baby after eight weeks gestation before having an abortion. Uh, you've got got uh, others here that uh, they are supporting HB 1162. It prohibits mobile abortion units. And we've actually seen that uh, where you've had uh, these these RVs set up along the Illinois border to possibly uh, help process uh, women coming to Illinois from states that don't have uh, easy access to abortion. Uh, but some people don't like the idea of mobile abortion clinics. Uh, then they've got uh, several things here that they outline as they oppose. And this is coming from the Illinois Family Institute. They don't like the idea of legalizing hallucinogenic mushrooms. And that's House Bill 1 that could come up in the executive committee tomorrow. And uh, State Representative LaShawn Ford has that bill. You have another one, House Bill 3. It's uh, House Committee Amendment 1, 2, and 3. Bans disclosure to authorities if a newborn has drugs in his or her system and changes any pronouns to gender neutral. Provide medical care to mother and newborn based on the World Health Organization guidelines and not the generally accepted standards. So an interesting bill there. Uh, that could come up in the Health Committee for the House. Uh, you've got a whole bunch of other bills that the Illinois Family Institute has uh, spelled out in their recent uh, statement out to their supporters and others on their website uh, from a whole host of things. Uh, dealing with uh, physicians, dealing with municipalities and uh, the consumption of cannabis, uh, dealing with uh, you know things uh, about punishing children uh, and 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 whether parents are bullies. Uh, so yeah, there's just pages and pages and pages of legislation that could advance at the Illinois State House out of committees before the deadline uh, to get those bills out of committee. So it's going to be a high flying, busy week, uh, and I think that uh, it's important you also keep in mind that idea of shell bills, shell bills that that could possibly mean uh, you've got some last minute uh, uh, maneuvering of of how exactly these bills come together. Uh, and uh, here again is uh, State Representative uh, Maurice West talking a little bit about uh, shell bills and, and how he uh, wants to ensure people don't feel as if they're getting slighted uh, when these shell bills start advancing and making their way through the Illinois General Assembly. Here's uh, State Representative Maurice West. And forgetting about deadlines to get it to the finish line by May 19th. I would encourage voters and, and residents don't look at it as uh, Put your mind at ease in terms of this trying to be the runaround over you. It's just part of the process of how we uh, get things done. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, let's see what the results are from these shows.
bills and that should give you pause or they give you comfort on the process. So uh, your thoughts, we can always take your phone calls at 217-629-7970. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Start over. Start over. I have to turn. Ah, you would have been on the air. Okay. See, I know. Let's go to this phone line. Good morning. You're on WMAY. So I'm, I'm kind of learning as you're talking here, but so if if these shell bills, like let's if they amend it's apparently one word, yep. it opens up the entire bill for amendment. Yeah, uh, I mean, essentially, uh, that's what amendments typically do. Uh, they they file these. They have to go to a committee eventually. But what the what the I think the real purpose of a shell bill is is to get that bill with a specific number through committee before committee deadlines, because you have a, bills have to be read three times publicly. All right. Uh, and, and when they do that, that process has to be on three separate days, has to go through a committee. Uh, so in order to have a whole bunch of legislation that they can pluck off the tree. All right. So just imagine, you know, the tree's got a bunch of fruit on it and some of those fruits uh, are ready to go. The only way they could be ready to go is if they've passed out of committee. All right. So then they can go if these bills have passed out of committee, which a lot of these shell bills already have. They push them through committee, even though it only changes one word. Since it's through committee, they can then go grab that bill, gut it, replace it with something else. And it's already out of committee to where it can then be up for second reading or even possibly third reading for final passage. Does that make sense? Yes, but it sounds I mean, in a nutshell, it it kind of sounds like the definition of bait and switch. I mean, I guess they are reading the bill after it is amended or after they make that change. It's, you know, you said it has to be read, you know, a second and a third time. So I guess it still could go up for contention, but it sounds like bait and switch, especially if you can go in and gut the entire bill. Well, they, they some of the terminology they use, of course, uh, you've got shell bill, which we've been talking about, but you've also got not bait and switch, gut and replace, because uh, that's another term that's used uh, quite a bit at the uh, Illinois State House, especially at the tail end of session, which uh, this year it's uh, mid-May. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the help. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate the call. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can to hopefully inform everybody on how the, uh, quote, sausage is made at the Illinois State House. So appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. It is Springfield's Morning News. You need to get a hold of me. You can. Uh, bishoponair at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Just search Bishop on 